For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. Today is Monday, August the 17th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we finally got some NFL news, Chris. How are things? Pretty good. Everything's going well on your end of the world, I see. So we are, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and do an announcement to start things off. Tomorrow and Thursday, and for the foreseeable future, we will be doing our live show on our college football channel over at sbrpicks.com slash CFB over on their YouTube page. So make sure that you go and subscribe to their YouTube channel. That is uh, SBR Sports Picks on YouTube if you want to go check that out. But we will be doing that at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. And we're going to talk college football for about 30 minutes, both Tuesdays and Thursdays. So everybody, make sure that you go check it out. sbrpicks.com slash CFB or on YouTube SBR Sports Picks. You can go find it over there. Uh, Yeti 304 said, what's up, fellas? Hope you all had a good weekend. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. And Michael Fritz jumps in on Twitch already. He said, what's up, fellas? Hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, everybody will need to be on YouTube to watch us tomorrow. But today, obviously, we got multiple platforms. We are on Twitch. We're on Periscope. We're on YouTube. And we're on Facebook. You can find Winning Cures Everything at all of those places, along with winningcureseverything.com. That is our website. It's got everything you need to know about us. If you missed the live show, you can always grab the podcast from us and any of your favorite podcast apps. Go and check it out. Of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we will be on there. If you will do us a nice favor, go leave a five-star written review over on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a bunch. The numbers have been growing. Uh, The month of July, don't know if I said this or not, but... uh, the most podcast downloads that we have ever had for a single month for the four years that we've been doing this show. Kind of crazy. So I was, uh, I was impressed. I want to thank everybody for that, uh, that tuned in. Thank you for spreading the word, telling everybody about it. Chris and I appreciate you guys very much. Lots to discuss today. And we're going to start off with SEC Week 1 uh, opening schedule, right? The, the release was earlier today. And... I mean, I'm jacked about it, man. I, you know, it, it feels normal to be discussing a football schedule, even though typically we get this, you know, at what, around February, somewhere around there. And, and now they've had to completely redo the schedule. So now we're, now we're chatting about, okay, what are the highlights going to be? Who's going to be the CBS game? Who gets the ESPN night game, et cetera, et cetera, right? So let me go on and read off the list here, Chris. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but uh, Alabama heads to Missouri in week one, Florida at Ole Miss. Mississippi State at LSU, Georgia at Arkansas, Kentucky at Auburn, Tennessee at South Carolina, and Vanderbilt at A&M. I will go ahead and tell you, my thought process here is the CBS 
prime time, you know, 2.30 central time kickoff, I think is going to be Mississippi State at LSU. I think there is a massive national audience that would like to see Mike Leach go into Baton Rouge, see what his team looks like in week one. Um, But, I mean, there are people online that have convinced me that, hey, this is going to be Florida at Ole Miss. Everybody wants to see the lane train. Everybody wants to see Dan Mullen go back to Mississippi. You know, give give me your thoughts here. Obviously, Georgia at Arkansas, Bama at Missouri, you know, Vandy at A&M, those are kind of layups. Yeah, but, I don't I don't think any of that's going to happen. Yeah. Um I, I actually do think it's going to be the LSU game. A you got the defending champs. You yep. got the team that won it all. That's what CBS wants to showcase, I think. Um you get Ed Orgeron who has kind of become the face of the SEC after last year's run. And and yeah, you get Mike Leach. I think if I'm the SEC you're probably going to want to showcase Mike Leach more than you will um, uh, Lane Kiffin. Yeah. And and I don't know a reason why you would want to showcase Florida over LSU um, in, in this instance for this individual game. So everybody basically said, we're going to take all the good teams, we're going to make them play against bad teams. The best matchup, is going to be Tennessee, South Carolina. Oh well, either that or Kentucky Auburn, right? I think Kentucky Auburn has a chance to be really close. I need to see what Kentucky looks like. I got no idea what they're going to look like at all. Um, I got an idea of what Auburn's going to look like. Yeah, uh, Auburn misses basically their entire defense. I mean, this is going to be a complete rebuild. Obviously, we'll yeah, do our but SEC Auburn. Preview. Hang on now. Auburn has been four years, just like LSU, just like Florida, just like Georgia, just like Bama. They their defensive line. They just rotate dudes in, and the next year, two more guys are going to step in. Those guys are going to play on Sundays one day, and it don't matter. Hey, you may be right. You may be right. I think you, that has you can the, say they're losing a bunch, but every year I've watched those guys lose defensive linemen, and every year they just replace them with big nasty dudes that are just as badass as the guys they lost. That is true. That I mean, you got a you got a valid point there. So, so that if they were secondary elite guys or linebacker elite guys that they lost, we're having a different conversation. The fact that it's D line, man, that that's just something they rotate a door in. So the the biggest thing is the ESPN night game after the because I think we both agree that it'll be Mississippi State at LSU for the CBS game. Yep. Um, the next one would be the ESPN primetime game, and my guess would be Florida at Ole Miss. Like that's not the best matchup. I, I think ESPN's going to pick Bama because of the biggest fan base. You might be right, and, and there's that's a really, really what cha- CBS. There's a really good chance that CBS picks up Bama just because of the because of the fan base. I mean, it's it's entirely possible because you want to make sure that you capitalize on, you know, if if there's only one week and then we have massive outbreaks everywhere, you know, then you only get one week. You got to make sure you capitalize on the ratings. Uh, Michael jumped in. He said, "Vandy at A and M, gig 'em." And then he said, "Just seeing the first week schedule has me jacked. Can't wait." In uh, in Bart Scott voice, yeah, that yeah. can't wait. Let's go. I, I just, I'm, I'm just hoping that we get this. That's all I want. I don't. I'm yeah. tired of talking about football and then having it ripped out from under me. Either yeah. tell me it's not happening, or let's go forward. Oh, and we, we are going to talk about the the Big Ten mess on the show tomorrow on sbrpicks.com/cfb or over on their uh, YouTube page. Uh, but we're we're going to talk this entire SEC schedule over there tomorrow when it comes out tonight at 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so don't forget tomorrow. SBR Sports Picks is the YouTube channel. Go and check it out. Um, yeah, and we will be on at 5.30 p.m. Central Time tomorrow. And we'll do that every Tuesday and Thursday going forward until 
until we change something. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let's should we talk about any of the rest of these? I mean, Tennessee at South Carolina. I mean, that's a and massive. That's going to be pre- the best game to me. That's a pressure. I'm, I'm super interested in that. I like both those teams. I think South Carolina might take a step backwards, which is going to be tough. I, I think Tennessee, you know, if they can build on what they've done the last two years, take another step forward. That's going to be a good thing. Yeah, uh, that's that is a pressure cooker game if there has ever been one. It's it, that's going to be rough for for whoever loses it because they, going forward, I mean, both of them obviously everybody in this. Conference I, I think got South Carolina is getting a buy, so. Oh, you think so? Yeah, uh, maybe so. I, well, must champ for sure. I, it, it's still tough. I mean, you you obviously want to have a uh, a good season. South Carolina year two of Ryan Helinski at quarterback. You know, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Let's uh, let's go on and move off of that. Let's talk about some NFL stuff and. Our first big-time loss for the Dallas Cowboys was today, and that was Gerald McCoy, defensive lineman, defensive tackle, out with an injury. Um, he's got to have surgery. And it, what was it, a, a knee injury, I think is what they yeah. said. Um, and, and I don't know that there's a – let's see, hold on. Uh, no, no, no. It was a ruptured right quadriceps tendon. That's, so I guess it's a, a leg injury, but either way. Uh, the injury will require season-ending surgery. And uh, as McCoy readies to head to injured reserve, the Cowboys are going to try and figure out how to replace what has been his sizable snap count and potential production. Um, you know, he they expected big things out of him. There's a reason they signed him to a three-year contract. You Hang know. on. Hey, listen, this guy was a one-year uh, prove-it deal last year. Yeah. He, you know, he had five sacks on the season for Carolina. But the year before that, uh, with Tampa Bay, he had six sacks. He he used to be a monster. And oh yeah, but they they still aging. expected big things. They can expect all they want. The rest of that defense isn't real good. They didn't put any money towards it. They didn't put any any real free agent power. By it. they got name power, which is what Dallas is good at doing. But Gerald McCoy is not an anchor of a defensive line anymore. Are you okay? Okay. You, all right. They can think. Cowboy fans can think that. Okay. And Gerald McCoy probably thinks that still. But but I've watched him a lot over the last couple of years. And I don't think I think he needs a great defense around him to open things up. I don't think he's athletic enough or strong. He's just gotten older. I mean, he's been in the league for a while. Yeah. I mean, you you're right. You're right. He has been around for a long time. Um obviously Listen, like you remember said, this. Last year, Tampa Bay let him go just to bring in Indomitian Sue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for one year. And, and it was, yeah, and and so, you know, and Sue's kind of on the downward spiral of his career. Sue's still a whole head and shoulders, I think, better than McCoy. Well, we'll say this. I don't think much of Dallas's defense this year at all. Now, their offense, it might not matter. They're in the perfect place in Dallas, Texas, because they're going to play Big 12 football. Well, yeah, I mean, here's here's the deal. The Cowboys set themselves up to at least deal with the loss, Right. They uh they signed Don Terry Poe, they signed Alden Smith, they drafted Neville Gallimore, they drafted Bradley Anay, and then they still went and signed Everson Griffin, um and they they're going to reinstate Randy Gregory. So they are set up on that defensive line. Now these are not all Poe Smith, fantastic. Poe Smith and McCoy are all three names that agree are on the back end of everything. Uh, Smith hadn't played in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that what I'm saying is. They at least had the foresight to figure out, okay, if one of these guys gets hurt, we well, yeah, still, we will make sure we've got guys. Depth. Yeah, that way you've got your depth. You've got everything figured out from there. You don't have to worry about it. So, 
Uh, I, I, I don't, think they're going to have to worry about it. I, I think, uh, I mean, what's crazy, you got Alden Smith that had to be reinstated. You got Randy Gregory that'll soon be reinstated. We think he'll be reinstated, yeah. Then you got two or three rookies. Um, you know, I mean, it. We don't know how they're going to pan out. That's yeah. just that. There's no way to really project that, and and all those other guys have massive potential and massive question marks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Michael jumps in. He said, "Clowney is still out there, right? If they need another guy, can't Clowney is still Smith available. Either. Clowney seems to be wanting to get paid a lot of money. It's because weird because he's had four different teams make him solid offers. Now we're not getting a lot of reports on what the offers are. Okay, that's I wish they true. were better about that. But he's had four different teams come at him, and and it hasn't been a negotiation. It has been a flat ass no. <laughs> you are you are dead on about that, Matt Miller. Not, on no YouTube. counter, no nothing. No, just no. <laughs> Matt Miller said the Cowboys locker room probably smells like Willie Nelson's tour bus. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm, I wouldn't. Doubt I'm that. going to bet that locker room smells a whole lot like ass. Hey, you you probably right about that too it's a locker room full of a bunch of big nasty dudes yeah uh carlos gomez jumped in he said i'm surprised nobody's picked up snacks harrison yet <laughs> but hey at this point we, we would be a it. fantastic pleasant smell walking into a locker room oh yes i, I do believe that i do yeah. believe that i uh i smell wonderful i absolutely smell wonderful so um let's see I just realized that I haven't changed the date on this thing. <laughs> so for anybody that's watching, no one cares. this is not. Let's go. This is not the 13th. This is the 17th. Um, let's move it to the NBA playoffs. Okay. How how much fun is this right now? Where on a Monday afternoon, Monday at like 1.30, 12.30, whatever time it started, we had NBA basketball like all day. I mean, it's still going right like, now. I don't like it because I'm missing all this crap because I got to work. It's yeah. It's well, because they're doing it so quickly, right? They're they're making sure they get in all of these games. They are. I mean, it's just all day, every day. It, it's March Madness. I missed, basically. I missed the one game I really wanted to see was Utah the earliest the game. Yeah, God, and it was a great game. It yes, ended it up was being exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, and uh, so that that sucks. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. going to miss most of the Sixers game, Celtics game. So. Well, but that's that's just my choice to work late tonight. So there you go, there you go. So we do that's have. Uh, so let, let's kind of go through these matchups here and see if there's anything that we see as as potential upsets, etc. Uh, Matt Miller said Raptors are spanking the Nets. Clippers and Mavs will be interesting. And uh, and then he said Jamal Murray. Michael Fritz jumped in. He said Jamal Murray went off. Then he said that uh, Mitchell tried to beat the Nuggets on his own. It was a great game. Yeah, I mean, it, look, the Jazz they don't have Mike Conley right now. He left the bubble to go, you know, for the birth of his son. Uh, can't blame him for that, but it, it is strange that, uh, mm. you know, well, you think this, Listen, I'm not, I'm not dad of the year. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. If I had one of these jobs where I was a professional athlete making millions of dollars and I'm, if it's baseball and it's one of one sixty two, yeah, I'm, I'll see you on a couple of weeks. If it's playoffs in any sport at all, man, I, I'll be there when I'm done. Okay. You don't need me. I've I've already done my part. Yeah. You don't need me. I'm the most useless person in the delivery room. That's I mean that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, uh so so I'm not going to knock somebody for it. But we got to stop treating these guys like they're heroes because they went to see oh, the yeah, their no, son. No, no. Like at some point in time there's a bunch of dudes in that locker room that depended on you all year 
And now you're disappearing at a big point in time. And I know that, you know, this, it's okay. I get, we live in a different world and I am a hundred percent the outlier here. I'm sure of that. I'm sure that nobody else sees things that way or very few people. And if they do, they probably wouldn't say it because they get criticized and crushed. But I just don't think, I don't think you have to be there. You you know what? In a couple of months, be there because that's when she's going to want your help. Yes, yeah, 100%, 100%. But right now, these guys have moms and dads and, and aunts and uncles that can all step up and help. Uh, Matt Miller said, rule of thumb, unless it's a championship, you miss if it's your first kid. It wasn't Conley's first. Uh, he should have been there. Uh, yeah, this is his second. So, you know. I, mean, I don't even know about first, man. Like I said, once again, I was there for both mine, and I just stood in the corner. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what I did. That, I mean, well, what do you do? Uh, you you need some? What am I going to do? What am I going to get? Nothing. <laughs> uh, Alonzo Chico jumps in on YouTube. He said, go Gators. I know that's for you, Chris. Absolutely. All right. uh, Simon Coolhand said, isn't Snacks Harrison sitting out this year? He's a big dude. Uh, and then the Brown Yeti said, what's up, fellas? And nice to see the Yetis in here again today. Uh, Michael jumps in. He said, Chris, you aren't missing much with Boston and the Sixers. The East won't be good until next round. Possibly Eastern Conference Finals, in my opinion. Well, I just like watching the Celtics win, and I really like watching the the Sixers lose. There you go. I mean, that's that's a rivalry. It just is, especially right now. Yeah. Even though yeah. uh, uh, Ben, um, what's it? Is it Ben Simmons? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. out. Ben Simmons. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, no, he's ben he's out, out. But you know, it is what it is. I think I think it still could be entertaining because there's so much hate between those two teams. But either way, let's uh, let's chat about some of the matchups here. I. I'm curious your thoughts on the Bucks and the Magic. The Bucks have not been very good. It, is this a situation where they can just flip a switch and, and turn this thing back on? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I think they were treating those first eight games like preseason games. You might be right. You might be right. I'm uh, not worried about the Bucks now. Maybe, maybe I should, and maybe we'll see it after. The, now, when I'm not I worried I'm not about it next round. I'm not worried about it in in this round. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Magic are good enough to be able. I, to I will tell you, it. there's a world in which. I could see the Raptors beating them, and I could see the Celtics beating them. Now, I think they're better than both those teams. I think they will win both those teams. But if they lose one of those rounds, or I guess they would have to lose to only one of them because they had to play each other. Well, that that would be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, yes. They would play the winner of the Pacers and the Heat. Now, we can talk about those two as well. The Pacers. That, doesn't worry, that doesn't concern me either. It would have to be when they get to the Celtics or the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, okay. Those are the only two teams in the East, I think, that have a chance of taking them out. You might now, be right. I could be wrong. We could be sitting here in a couple of weeks, and I'm looking like a fool. That's not unheard of. So, Well, the the Pacers and the Heat have both played pretty well. Uh, yep. And the Pacers, man, T.J. Warren has just been an absolute beast inside of that bubble. It's unbelievable Completely what he's been doing. I agree with that. I just I but, just think that they'll figure it out. Yeah, I think I think they will as well. So we we've got the the Bucks moving all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh so we we both think Celtics over Sixers. Uh Sixers just that Simmons loss is just a little too much to to be able to handle right now. And, and the Raptors over the Nets, I think that's fairly easy to call especially right now. I mean, they are destroying them right now. Um yeah, so I, so then the I guess the most entertaining of all of these matchups really it, it, maybe more so than than either of these teams against the Bucks would be the Celtics against the Raptors. Like, yeah, that's that, that's a fun matchup. That round is going to be incredible. Yeah, if we get that, that's going to be made for TV. And then the winner of that against the Bucks is going to be an incredible matchup. 
Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Now the West, the West has a lot of great matchups. If the Raptors find a way to get back to the NBA championship game or Just championship series. Just take that coach and give him any contract he wants. I mean, that is – you do it without Kawhi, and that is something else, man. Uh, the Brown Yeti jumped in. He said, uh, I'm late on this, but I was driving. Uh, dads are the only ones allowed in the hospital now. At least that's what my brother is saying. He's three weeks out. Ah, that might change things a little bit. No, no, that's fine. She don't need anybody in the hospital. Okay? For, those, for those that doctors, are late. She got medical professionals in the hospital. When she leaves the hospital, because once you have a kid, they push your ass out in like hours now. Okay. Oh, that's overnight, maybe, and then you're going home. When you get home, there's all these other people there. You don't need to be there. That's a okay, valid point. Valid point. Listen, I can look, I know I'm standing alone on this island. (laughs) But if I had a job that paid me seven figures or more, which all of these people do, I'm not leaving that job for for going to, to see my kid be born, I'm going to make sure my kid is taken care of for the rest of their life right now. Uh, that's okay. That's a valid point. Valid point. I, I see Daddy's where you're working coming on from. his legacy. <laughs> let's, let's move into the Western conference. Uh, we got, look, the Clippers and the Mavs. That's going to be really interesting. I, I would love to see what this is going to look like because that Luca and Kristaps. That might Porzingis. be my favorite round. That, I said yeah. earlier the the Jazz and the and the and the Nuggets was going to be my favorite matchup. Without Conley, it hurts a little bit, but it's still going to be a great one. I I do think the Mavs Clippers matchup will be my favorite to watch. I, I want. I think this I really, could end up being a, a four-one Clippers kind of win, and it's going it to make me sad like when that, that happens because but, but I it, really like this Mavs. But team. It, it may not feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you're right. Where That's every it. every game is is difficult. If we get five great games and the Clippers win four-one, I'll feel okay about it. If Kawhi just flips the switch, Paul George just flips the switch, and they beat the hell out of him, it'll shock the shit out of me. Ed, same here. Same here. So, I think Luca is playing out of his mind. I think Porzingis is healthy and playing great. I think that team can hang with anyone. I'm curious to see how Patrick Beverly plays against uh, Luca. I, I think because Luca, obviously, we see the the offensive end. We we see how crazy he is. But Patrick Beverly is one of the best defenders in that's all it. of basketball. That's I want to see what happens here. Like I, I think I'm, that's going to be you. a fantastic matchup. Uh, Matt Miller said if Westbrook was healthy, that OKC Houston series was going to be awesome. Look, I think it still could be awesome. Like it, it's, I, I don't. I think it's going to be boring. Well, any Houston game is awesome to watch if you if you like that style of basketball. Well, I, I think I, I don't think find the, it appealing. The I CP3, will watch very little of it. The the CP three going back to Houston matchup could be. I don't care I, about that storyline. I think it's entertaining. Um, I don't care. Let's uh, let's see. Uh, Michael said Chris is trying to come home with his shit on the lawn. I'm with you though. I know I didn't do anything. Talking about your your stuff from earlier. Uh, Matt Miller said Mike Conley's been garbage anyway. And Michael said they said they're testing Conley daily so it won't have to quarantine when he comes back to the bubble. Why hasn't everyone done that? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I really have no well, idea. Just don't get caught at the Purple Church while you're home, there and you we'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be just fine. You won't have to worry about it. Uh, so we talked Rockets and OKC. We talked Nuggets and Jazz. We talked Clippers and Mavs. You think uh, you think Lakers and Trailblazers are going to be a series? So this is the same kind of thing of the Clippers. I think those games could be entertaining. I think they could be fun. They could also be four zero. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it could be four zero with like a really 
uh, difficult out, right? That's right. I mean, it I just think, could be I really think, tough. I think the Lakers will handle them. I think the games will be highly contested. So, yes, I think it'll be fun to watch. It's just so hard once you get to that game three and one team is up 2-0, like it's just tough to buy in. Or once you get to game four and, and if one team's up 3-0, even if they've all been close, it's just now a matter of time before that last nail gets driven in. Yeah, you're right about that. For me to get real excited, the underdog of these series need to take game one or two. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's typically the way it always worked, right? But even more so. But no, no, no. That's only that way when it's a home and away thing because then they took a home game. Uh, they took a road game. Then they go home for a couple of games. If they can win their home games, you got to believe. Here, home and away don't matter. So uh, you true. just got to take one early just so I can believe. Yeah, it. that's that's a valid point. That's a valid point. You're not winning game three going down to, and then I got to think you got to win four of the next five. Oh no, four, four, six. Sorry, four out of yeah. If you lose the first two, you got to win four out of six. So that, uh, that I just don't believe any of these teams are capable of. That are the underdogs that are going against just uh, LeBron's not dropping that. Okay, you're not doing that to Kawhi. Matt Miller said Conley was actually getting himself some Magic City wings, and Michael Fritz asked, "Have we made our picks on the Western side yet?" And we have not. So well, I'll give you some picks now. I'm, well, I'm going to take all chalk. I think, I think I'm going to take OKC um, mm. over over the Rockets, and you know I'll take the Lakers. Uh, and then I guess I'm going I'm going Nuggets over the Jazz, and I'm going Clippers. Uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do one thing. I want to look at the odds for what are do you have odds up by chance no i sure don't i've just got the playoff bracket i just need to know the price on the mavs if the price is good enough i'd take that underdog just to have it just to ride with the dog i bet it's massive i mean it's gotta Uh, be massive i don't know that it's gonna be as big as you think it is hang on nba series not game let's see give me a second Oh, everybody go over to uh, uh, sportsbookreview.com and make sure that you get your... Plus 465. I mean, yeah. I'd probably sprinkle a little on that underdog just just because why lay 630. Wait, is, that, is that the... Oh, that's not the game tonight. That's just the overall series, right? That's the series price. Okay. I would I would lay... I would lay... I'd lay... I'd, I'd take that. I'd take plus 465 before I bet minus 630. Okay. Okay. On that one. Yeah, if, if everybody wants to see the odds on this, by the way, sbrpicks.com slash CFB, that'll take you to all of the different odds and all that kind all, of stuff. So all the favorites are massive favorites, man. Just, oh, yeah. Just big. Oh, 100%. And, and, and you knew that. So would. if you like that Thunder, you can get them at plus 130. That's the one that's not. That's the short favorite. Yeah, that's the short. Well, I mean, it's a 4-5 matchup, so it, it makes sense. But, but, I, uh, I but it's still plus that. money. It's still plus money. So... Uh, with that said, you know, I, I'm going to take the Lakers and the Clippers, I think, to get to the uh, conference finals on that if side. If I'm just making picks, yeah. I, the NBA is is just all chalk. They, for years and years and years, you don't ever get – you rarely get under uh, underdogs. Yeah. Now that's Unless there's an injury or somebody well, tests yeah, positive but, or whatever, but they hadn't yet, so why yeah. would they? So – uh, so yeah, I've got Lakers, Clippers on uh, on the west side. I've got Bucks, and I think I'm going to go Raptors in the east. And then at just because I want to see it, uh, I will take the Raptors against the Clippers in the finals because I think that a Kawhi against the Raptors thing would be. So fantastic. I heard a bunch of people taking the Celtics Lakers finals. 
now I I don't know how much of that is just folks wanting like nostalgia. It'd be fun. Old school, you know, Lakers Celtics rivalry. But, you know, I, I would be shocked if the, the Celtics are able to pull through this year. That would that would surprise me. Yeah. Um but that's just because I think Milwaukee's just that much better than those other teams. I think Giannis is that much better. And in the NBA, one player really can make a difference. Michael said, uh, that'd be a great finals. Anybody but James, or anyone but James is my wish. Uh, and then Matt Miller said, Lakers are not beating Houston if Westbrook is healthy. Eh, we'll see. Uh, I'll tell you this, I do want to see that matchup. Yeah, I think it would I think it'd be great. That's going to be a really fun second-round matchup if Houston can get through and Westbrook can get healthy. Yeah, because you've got one that's completely guard-driven and one that's completely front-court-driven. So. Golly, man, you're Ooh. talking about just the yeah night and day differences. You got that right. You have got that right. All right, let's move off of that one, and let's dive into some NFL. We've got two more NFL stories to close out the show today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, We've got some more people watching. Just want to let everybody know, Tuesdays and Thursdays going forward, we will be live on SBR Sports Picks YouTube page. That is the YouTube channel, SBR Sports Picks. You can find us over at sbrpicks.com slash CFB. We'll be doing a live college football show at 5.30 p.m. Central Time over there. Make sure that you are subscribed and that you hit the little bell. That way you can be notified whenever we go live. It uh, it should be a good time. We're going to have some fun talking the SEC schedule and some, uh, all the Big Ten mess that's going on. We'll, uh, we'll talk about all of that tomorrow. But for now, let's dive into this nice headline that I saw earlier today. Bruce Arians says Rob Gronkowski is struggling with Florida heat. And this is the quote he gave. He said, he's in New England shape right now. Now, what would you take that to mean? Uh, I, you know, he's just saying that, you know, the heat's getting to him. I, I think anybody that comes from, you know, the Northeast down to Florida to work out in the middle of August yep. is going to deal with this. Hundred percent, and so I I thought it was it was kind of poking a little bit of fun. It felt like, and it feels like Arians has got a good enough uh, rapport with these guys already that 100%. he can he can joke around with them. Oh, okay, I'm going to tell you this: like you New a, England boys are soft a little bit, right? In a so. year, in a year in which locker rooms are going to be a little weird because nobody's been able to have chemistry and camaraderie and stuff. I think I would take that Bucks locker room over any locker room in the country. You might be right. I think Bruce, A, a lot of that is on Bruce, by the way. I think he's the most fun coach that there would be in the entire league to play for, maybe outside of Andy Reid. All right? Yeah, I, I could buy I think, that. I think, I think fat guys who like to throw the ball are a lot more fun and laid back to hang out with than my boy Bill Belichick, who's just an ass, okay? Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I think, you know, Tom Brady's a little bit of a nerd and goofy, but can laugh at himself. Rob Gronkowski is a complete party animal. And I think all those guys in that locker room are going to love having those dudes in there. I think Byron Leftwich is unbelievable. But I, I think the coaches and the players on that team 
are going to have more fun than any other team in the league this year. I think you might be right about that. Uh, the full quote here, he said uh, he's, he's probably in New England shape right now. He's not in Florida shape. The heat is kicking his ass pretty good. He said, it's different, man. When you train in New England and come down here, it's different. We laughed about it out there today. I don't think he has ever sweat that much in his life. Uh, he said, it takes a little time to get into Florida shape, but as far as playing a game, he is more than ready right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's hot. It's muggy. It's nasty down there, it, especially in Tampa. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy down in Florida right now. The heat is bananas. Uh, Michael Fritz jumps in. He said, Bruce is one of my favorite coaches in the league. Absolutely. It's same here. Darren McArdle. Uh, well, before we get to that, Damien jumps in. He said, what's up? What's up, Damien? How are you? And Darren McArdle asks this question. He said, what is the Miami Dolphins' chances since draft day? Uh, of what? Define I, chances of, like, winning some games? I guess yeah. I guess their chances to make it winning to the, the playoffs. Division? I mean, let's just Making say playoffs. Making the wild card? I, I would say their chances of winning, like, getting to the playoffs, eh, it's slim to none. But chances of improving? I think they could absolutely improve this year because, I mean, they return a bunch of guys. They played a bunch of young dudes last year. Uh, they hit on a lot of stuff in the draft. I mean, at least we think we did. But, you know, I I think Miami is set up well for the future so long as they don't pull the plug too early uh, on Brian Flores. Hey, Chris, you agree with that? Yep. I think they're fine. Will they make the playoffs this year? No. No, not at all. Matt Miller, he said uh, but, Miami. But they'll be better than they, they won't be picking in the top five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're you gonna know, be, he, they're going to win some games. Matt Miller said uh, Miami will be six and ten or seven and nine, and I, I think yeah, that's it, about right. That sounds about right to me. I hadn't looked at their schedule, but yeah. So I, I think that heat down there, in Miami, uh, especially early in the year, can well, can yeah, get they some always moves. get those New England teams if they played them early. They always beat them in Miami. Yeah, and well, and not even New England teams, but uh, you know anybody else that's not used to it, right? Because it well, yeah, but that's their division. All three of the other teams in their division are coming from the Northeast. Okay, yeah. Now you got a you got a point there. Buffalo, New York, and the Pats. Uh, Matt Miller, he said he needs to train in that 130 Death Valley heat. Yeah, I saw that today. Did you see that? It, yeah. Hottest uh, temperature on record. Like that's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So not not the not the correct Death Valley. That would be the one in uh, in Baton Rouge. But we are talking about the one that's over in California. Uh, yeah. And hang on, <laughs> it's a dry heat. <laughs> it is a dry heat. Uh, let's see, Michael. It, he said a little off topic. Uh, so before we before we move into this last one, he said uh, thoughts on the Cormier finger poke. Um, okay, I watched every second of this fight. Yeah, same here. Cormier poked him in the face too. Yeah, and and the fact that they called his and didn't call the other one, they didn't dock anybody points. They were both just warnings. Now the first one he missed completely. All right, or the sorry, the Cormier poke he missed completely. Yeah. So. I think it's even. It wouldn't have changed anything. And he was pointing to his eye. Look at my eye afterwards. Look at my eye. His eye was looking like that before the finger poke. Yeah. I mean, he he got – look, Cormier he just – popped him, popped him in the eye several times, and his eye was starting to swell before the finger poke. Now, the finger oh, poke was bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm saying that. But he poked Stipe in the eye before that. So, yeah. they both got one. It's even, and it wouldn't have docked any points or changed any points. No, it, 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 it look, it was a unanimous decision, and and two of the judges had it 49-46. That means yeah. all three rounds. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know, like, what are you going to do? Uh, 
or, or buy three rounds. Either way, Michael said, uh, terrible way to end a career. Do they need replay in UFC? No, I don't think they need But what would they have done if they replayed it? it yes, nothing. the ref said, yes, I missed it. But it doesn't change anything. It still would have been a warning. So what would yeah. have changed? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing would have changed. There you go. Because so it's, it, it's not a disqualifiable offense. Like, it's not going to change the outcome of anything. So. No. Uh, Simon Coolhand said the fish are going eight and eight this year. He said Fitzpatrick will keep Tua on the pine for the season. The team is definitely stronger than last season, and the Patriots are not as scary anymore. I might disagree yeah, with it's that. It's not that Patriots aren't scary anymore. You're not just you're just assuming you're sweeping the Pats because you've been one and one against the Pats almost every year anyway. Yeah, it's it's not the Pats. And so even if about. you do sweep the scary Pats, it's just one win more than they've been having the last couple of years. Which I don't yeah. think the Pats are going to get swept by everybody. Are they as scary as everyone else? No, but they're still going to find ways to win I, some games. I, I'll I mean, tell you this. Coaches are still terrified of Bill Belichick. Oh, like, well, yeah, and they, should, and they should be because yeah. he is a lot better than them. Yeah. All of them. I, I think that they can be just as scary, if not scarier, because they well, will have a different offense. That defense offensive. is going to take a hit. That defense lost a, a lot. lot, a lot to opt out. Yeah, no, they absolutely did, but it, it – there are still people around the league that are going, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, are they doing this on purpose? Like, what is, what, what's the reasoning behind this? He must know something that we don't. What's going on, right? So that's, I, I think the Pats could still, I mean, you bring in a healthy Cam Newton and you change around your offense and nobody really knows what to expect. Yep. They got a shot, especially with that coaching staff, to be I've, really I, damn listen, good I'm not going to step on a preview. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think they're going to be just fine. Matt Miller said the Bills are still good. They could finish second, and the Jets are 100% finishing last. Yeah, 100%. Yes. No, that's it. The Bills are really good, by the way. They're not just some good. The Bills are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And the Jets are trash. Uh, Michael, he said, uh, I think if points get deducted, that's where replay could help UFC, not in the Cormier yes, fight. He lost but, that fair and square. Yeah, yeah. but they weren't, they weren't going to deduct points for one poke eye. Correct. Darren McArdle said, any chance they'll do 60 games next year for MLB? I don't think no. so. I, I think too much revenue I think we're going to end up, if all the sports play this year, they're going to play full seasons next year. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, let's move off of that. Let's jump into the last thing. We, we've got... And we had a, a surge of people jump in here. Go ahead and tell everybody, Tuesdays and Thursdays from here on, we will not be going live here. We will be over at the Sportsbook Review YouTube page doing our college football show at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. That is SBR Sports Picks on YouTube, or you can go to sbrpicks.com slash CFB. You can find it over there. Uh, but every Tuesday and Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, so adjust to whatever time zone you are in. Head over there. We're going to talk college football for about 30 minutes each day, Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's going to be a good time. Make sure that you check it out over there. Let's talk about Des Bryant. The Ravens are bringing him in for a workout, and I am incredibly stoked about this. He has not played in two years. Uh, we'll go ahead and say this. Harbaugh told reporters on Monday, that's John Harbaugh, the, the head coach of the Ravens, he said, my only comment is that we are not commenting on workouts. We're looking everywhere at everybody all the time. Whoever we bring in, once the workout happens, I'm sure that will be announced. He has not played a regular season snap since 2017. The Cowboys cut him in the spring of 2018. He signed a one-year deal in New Orleans in 2018, but tore his Achilles tendon. Uh, he landed on IR. He did not sign with the team last year. 
he has no plans to retire. And we have seen videos of him working out, and he looks like he is in fantastic shape. I mean, just unbelievable shape. Yeah, but he looked at, he looked in great shape the last time he was putting yeah. videos out and going all around the country and couldn't get a job. That's it. Matt Miller said it's only been two. It seems like it's been half a decade. Uh, yeah. The Ravens are not scared of bringing in names. They they think they've got a really good locker room culture established. Well, they do. Yeah, they're not and they 100% about him, do. Because no. they they talked about how um, they talked about Antonio Brown. You know, they yeah. talked about a bunch of different stuff. I, I'm going to tell you how old do you think Des Bryant is? Twenty mm, seven. De- I thought he was significantly older. He's 31 years old. But nah, I, I, I was shocked that he's in the 30s. Really. Man, I thought that he was like it because he, he's just been around forever, it felt like. Yes, he's been around forever. But remember, like he came out of high school or college early. Yeah. And I he, mean, he, was he early. missed that year of college. I mean, yeah, he. It was a long time. Now, you're right. Uh, Michael said, good for Dez. It's been a, I've never been a big fan, but I like more interesting guys in the league minus AB. Yeah. No, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's coming back. I, I mean, it, we'll, we'll see what happens. This is, right? this is like, a workout. Okay. Yeah. That's a, the, the Ravens, it, so it says the Ravens have some speed in their receiver core in Marquise Brown and Miles Boykin. If they bring in Bryant, he would play a reserve possession receiver role. He, listen, this yeah. is what everybody said last year. He's going to basically be a tight end. He won't line up at the tight end. He won't block for you like a tight end. But he's but he's just a big body in the red zone to catch the ball at, for a tight end. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's if he a, gets there, he's got a big Mark frame. Andrew, Mark Andrews is the only person that's going to lose any production there. Yeah, if Des comes in, I mean, he, because, he'll be a, he'll be a red zone guy because that's it. He there's a reason nobody picked him up last year. Okay, he just he he doesn't have breakaway speed. He can't get open. He is still big and strong and athletic. Yeah, and so can he go up and get a ball? Sure. So and yeah. and for the does Ravens, that would hands? be absolutely. Perfect. Because the Ravens have got outside speed. Like, with Boykin and Brown, I mean, yeah, you've got Yeah, but they've got, got inside guys, too. The kicker is, is what does he want to get paid? Because I think he could have gotten a job last year. Should have gotten a job last year. Yeah. But if he's just holding out and he want, he's he got an unrealistic price tag, then he's not going to get it. Now, you might be right. You might be right. But either way, it is still interesting because it is Des Bryant, and his name automatically brings headlines. I would like to see it. I want to see what he looks like. I want to see what they end up doing. I don't know that we'll get to see any videos or anything like that, but uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think more interesting guys in the league makes it better. It gives us even more to talk about, and we'll be talking a whole lot of NFL on this channel. We'll have our previews towards the end of the month as we're getting into uh, the season and whatnot. Season obviously kicks off on September 10th on that Thursday night. It's going to be a good time. Good time. Good time. All right, everybody that has dove into the comments today, we appreciate all of you. Very, very much. We always do. You guys help drive the conversation. You uh, you brought up a lot of really interesting questions today. We will continue to answer those as we go on. Uh, Darren McCarl, Michael Fritz, Matt Miller, you know, Damian, all these guys, you guys have been great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure that you go over to the YouTube channel, SBR Sports Picks, or sbrpicks.com slash CFB. Make sure you are subscribed. Hit that little bell so you'll be notified when we go live tomorrow. We will be going live to discuss college football at 5.30 p.m. Central Time, and we are going to have a good time with it over there. It's going to be a whole lot of stuff. Uh, Damien asks, as we're closing out, he said, did y'all hear about John Jones? I have not seen anything about John Jones. Did something break? I haven't seen anything. I have no idea. I don't see anything. I know that they were talking about uh, a fight with him towards the end of the year, but I haven't seen anything pop up that was official. So... 
Let's see, Bones Jones, anything on there? I don't see anything. Uh, hold on, hold on. He, an hour ago, he just got off the phone with UFC. Today, I confirmed that I'm vacating the light heavyweight championship. It's officially up for grabs. It's been an amazing journey. Sincere thanks to all my competition, UFC, and most importantly, you fans. So, okay. Um, basically, I think he's closing the light heavyweight chapter of his career. Hold on, this is Errol Hawani. He said uh, he spends a few months to add muscle and weight and moves up to the heavyweight eventually. The question becomes, does he fight for the belt right away or a contender off the bat? So... Uh, and, and they are scheduling a fight between Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz. Um, that's a 205-pound light heavyweight fight for September 26th. So that'll be basically the – it'll be up for the light heavyweight championship. Okay. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, man. Stipe defended that title three times in a row. Cormier yep. came in, caught him, got him. Then he beats Cormier two times in a row after that. He's now he's getting up there in age. I'm ready to he see him like against. He wanted to quit. I want to see him fight Francis Naganu so bad. So you think we'll get it. Bad. Oh, it, we, it may not be this year, uh, but I, I think we will. Why 100% not get it? Um, Why not? I mean, because it's August. I would imagine that's probably a January February kind of fight. Why does that so, matter? Well, because that's that's typically what they do. Like at Stipe, I think it's it's like every five to six months that he fights. Okay. So, okay. I mean, he's, he's just because they try and space out those fights with those guys. Uh, Naganu. Well, they don't have a lot of heavyweights. So, yeah. Yeah. They try and they try sense. and space those out. So, I mean, the, they did the same thing with the uh, the Cormier and, and uh, uh, Stipe fights. So, well, yes. You know, yeah. so I, I think it's okay. the same thing here. And Naganu and Stipe would be a massive fight. I mean, just unbelievable. That'd be so good. Ah, oh, so good. I mean, Cormier is the only guy that's gotten him, and he caught him once. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Thanks, fellas, uh, from Michael Fritz. He said, Gary, games on YouTube have been cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, every day at noon, I hadn't really announced this. Uh, we started it last Friday. I have got, um, I've got games that are going up every day at noon if you want to jump in and check out some college football simulations and whatnot. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've jumped in with some of the guys that have been in there, you know, during the live chat. Uh, Damien jumped in. I know we had some other guys in there, and it's, it's been fun. So if you guys want to dive in, uh, I've been, you know, recording a few of those, tossing them in, and it's been fun. So, uh, so if you guys want to check those out, you know, obviously every day, 12 p.m. Central Time, uh, they're 45 minutes each, whatever it is. But, uh, but you guys have had fun with it, so I'm going to keep going. And, uh, and yeah, we'll just keep on rolling. Once, once we get more of a schedule this evening from the SEC, I'll, uh, I'll do some more. We'll see, we'll see what we got. So, all right, again, sbrpicks.com slash CFB. That is the site for us for our college football coverage. Uh, we'll have a Big 12 preview out this week. We'll have an ACC preview out later on in the week, and then we'll do an SEC one for next week. Uh, and then we'll do the uh, the smaller conferences once, you know, they release what their, um, you know, what their schedules actually are because right now it's just kind of a, a cluster. But uh, but they will announce theirs, I think, once the SEC announces theirs this evening. And then we'll move on from there. So sbrpicks.com slash CFB. You can get all of our stuff at winningcureseverything.com, all of our podcasts, all of our videos, previews, picks, whatever. Uh, it's all going to be over there. If you missed the live show, make sure you download the podcast. Go on and check that thing out. And, uh, and yeah, you guys in the chat, again, can't tell you how much we appreciate all of you. Uh, keep rolling in. Hopefully, you all join us on the SBR show tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Chris, appreciate the time. Let's go ahead and dive out of here. You guys have been wonderful. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. 
If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.